Next on BYU Sports Nation, how long are you willing to wait for a BYU to the Big 12 invite? One Dallas sports columnist says Big 12 expansion must include BYU. We'll talk with Jimmy Birch. And Chase Fisher weighs in on how much gelato he'll be eating in Italy next season. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. It is Friday, and BYU Sports Nation is live. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. And when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere. One of our guests uh, hanging out, seeing the studio today. uh, Vienna, Austria. Watches the show in Vienna, Austria. So it is everywhere, and that's awesome. And he was a diplomat. Yeah, a diplomat in the studio. That's awesome. It's nice that we have someone that knows what they're doing finally around here uh, in the studio. It is Friday, July 29th. Jeremy Jordan alongside a man who has waited to see Jason Bourne for eight years. Jason Shepard. Are we just ignoring the Jeremy Renner version? Yes. Just completely? Yeah. 100, 100% ignore. That's, that's uh, the Hawkeye's Hawkeye preview. Pre- yeah. Prequel? Yeah, the origin story. Well, here's the funny <laughs> thing about, this, about that comment. Between the two of us... You're the one who's guaranteed to see it today. That's true. Because you're going already... at 105 today. In what theater again? I'm not saying. In what seats? No. In the recliners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm eating lunch there. I'm excited. We'll see it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It looks good. It's going to be awesome. Congrats to TJ Haas, by the way. Just got engaged last night. A uh, little over four months after his mission, so he works quickly. Uh, I think uh, he'll get up shots early in the shot clock as well this season, so that's awesome. We also want to mention this. Um, if you are a BYU student, there is a sports broadcasting class taught by the boss here, the senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, who has worked at ESPN, who has worked at Comcast Sportsnet, and obviously uh, BYU TV. You can watch it, or excuse me, you can uh, take this class, TMA 384R, Tuesday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. That's it, all week, two, two hours. So if you're interested in that, please take that class. It's, it's awesome. I actually took it three times as a student. You can do that. The R part is uh, repeat. TMA 384R on Tuesday nights from 6 to 8. I wish this next part was about the Big 12. It is not, but we have received some breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. BYU and Utah in men's basketball will play through 2019. So we already knew 2017 in Provo, 2018 in Salt Lake, part of the Beehive Classic. Now BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo announces BYU and Utah in hoops will play in 2019 at Utah. Also among the announcement... BYU and Utah State will continue to play in hoops through 2021. So 16 uh, this season is a neutral game in Salt Lake, Vivint Smart Home Arena with the Aggies. 2017 in Logan, 18 in Provo, 19 neutral, another uh, a Beehive Classic uh, game. And then 2020 in Logan, 21 in Provo. Also in the release, BYU and Weber State in hoops. 2016 this season in Provo, 17 in Salt Lake, part of the Beehive Classic, and 18 in Ogden. It's good to see this, and BYU has been pretty outspoken about how important you know, these local rivalries are and to keep those going, and it's great that we have the Beehive yes. Classic and things like that, but to be able to extend the series moving forward, that, that's really, it's, not, it's not only great for, for BYU, but it's, it's great for the fans regardless of who you root for. And Utah's playing, so they, they take this year off. Um, I think I said this year. What I meant was next year for BYU and Utah in Provo. Um, they it's realize good. they made a mistake. They there. took a year off. Yes, they're, they're going to play. And you're throwing in a neutral in 18. So, again, if you missed it, some breaking news with men's basketball, uh, in-state uh, scheduling. BYU and Utah will play uh, in 17 in Provo, 18 in Salt Lake, 19 in Salt Lake 
And then Utah State, uh, you throw in two neutrals, two road, two home, so six games there through 21. And BYU and Weber State, 16 home for BYU, 17 neutral in Salt Lake, and 18 in Ogden. Again, we didn't, we didn't want to pull a Houston there <laughs> and say special announcement and then not deliver, which is going to be the case on Monday uh, for the Houston Cougars. I'm glad that you prefaced <laughs> the breaking news sounder that, hey, this is not Big 12 related, because I told you, the breaking news sounder lasts maybe a second and a half. If you had waited cardiac till, arrest, for, there would have been like a second and a half of just <laughs> <gasps> yeah. when BYU fans were tuning in and saw the breaking news. <laughs> yeah, that would have been crazy. But but I don't want to diminish the fact, and obviously they don't compare. But that BYU and Utah will continue to play. We listen. We hammered Utah for not playing, so we should applaud the fact that they are in fact playing, and BYU will return. Uh, to the Huntsman Center in 2019. So let's continue our BYU Sports Nation headlines. CBSSports.com. Dennis Dodd reported that the Big 12 Conference prefers to decide on expansion teams before the start of the college football season. Dodd was quoted as saying, BYU right now, far and away, is the leader in the clubhouse. More on that in a moment. As they should be, by the way. (laughs) Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports came out with his 10 biggest snubs from the 2016 Freaks list. It's actually a good thing. Is that a good list? It is a good thing. Taysom Hill is number nine. Mm. Also, Phil Steele, or Phil Still, ranks BYU's quarterback situation number nine nationally, saying either QB will be a star. I'm surprised Taysom Hill has left off that list, yet part of me is not because he's the forgotten man. So is Jamal Williams, by the way. They were out last year. Taysom Hill's essentially been gone for about a year and a half, right? Um He's just forgotten. Go, He's go one ahead. of the top 25. He shouldn't have been left on the, off the initial Go list. ahead. Count them out. That's exactly what they want. It's part of the game plan. <laughs> and the Montreal Alouettes will retire former BYU receiver and current receivers coach Ben Cahoon's number 86 jersey tonight in Montreal on ESPN3. You can watch that. Cahoon played 13 seasons with the Alouettes, becoming the CFL's all-time pass receptions leader. So very cool. Congratulations. What yeah. an honor. I think uh, you know one day that we would aspire to have like our, our uh, jersey retired in this studio after like twenty years of BYU Sports Nation or something. But don't Is you that... have to have a jersey though? Like, do you, you have to wear... be a first team All American? I don't know. Do you have to wear a jersey? You don't wear a it'll jersey. It'll be that tennis jersey. Okay. It'll, no, no, no. It'll be a uh, it'll be a uh, like a polo for Spencer, like, like a BYU with white pants. And then uh, for me, it'll be uh, like a lumberjack T-shirt or whatever. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Buttoned up all the way, of course. Of course. Always. With blue goggles. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Isn't it about time? It is day twelve or day 10 of Big 12 Conference expansion, and we're patiently waiting as the clock ticks on a decision. Or are we? Are we really patiently waiting? Or are we? BYU fans are anxious for what they think could be the biggest event in BYU sports history. Waiting is hard. Ask TJ Haas, right? He couldn't wait. I want to see Rogue One really bad. It's not coming out until December. I want to watch it now. But I'll watch Jason Bourne today. It's all good. Rare is the thing you want to wait for, right? Life insurance, money from relatives comes to mind. Uh, School starting is another. There's students in here. You guys don't want school to start, right? No, they're shaking their heads. No. But you do want to take TMA 384R, sports broadcasting. As chronicled in headlines, Dennis Dodd says the Big 12 wants to make a decision before the season starts. They don't want to wait either. That would be great. I think Cougar fans could probably wait that long, right? Or could they? Which brings us to today's Twitter question. How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite to the Big 12? Mm. Ah. 
difficult question. <laughs> That's what we like to ask. Difficult here. answer. <laughs> the first tweet coming in from at Mama Linstro. Longer than the seeming eternity it took, the fourth and 18 pass to finally reach Collie's hands. Mm, that did take a while. That was in the air he for a ca- long time. He caught that How right about the Hail Mary? Him. That took forever. Yes. That ball was in the air. You're like, please. But hey, just like the outcome of both of those plays, mm. it ended positively for BYU. Of course, we're not going to bring up like failed Hail Mary attempts <laughs> in, this, no. in this discussion. No. Use the hashtag BYUSN weigh in. What is your answer to this? How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite to the Big 12? Okay, the answer is as long as it takes. I mean, that, that's, that's the, the proper answer. Because as long as they're in, it doesn't matter. But the reality of it is we, none of us want to wait. We want to have it as soon as possible. So I want for, it now! So for me... Says this generation. Yes, well, I think every generation. That's just society now. Right. We don't want to wait for anything, and this is no different. For me, I, I want the announcement before the season. Yes. For, for many different reasons. Number one, because then we get it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the reason that Dennis Dodd uses as, as why his sources are telling him the conference wants it before the season starts is he doesn't want it to, he don't, I don't know if he uses the word distraction, but he doesn't want it to be something that takes away from the season. And, and it's a perfect, I think it's a perfect reason to have it done that way. Yeah. Is if, if you really want to showcase the Big 12 and, and that they're on the right track, Get this out of the way. Get the positive publicity, and then you can focus on the actual season. You're right. They're owning college football right now. What's a bigger story than the, than, uh, the Big 12 expanding? There's not right now because fall camp hasn't started for anybody next week for BYU, and we'll dive into that uh, heavily on this show, of course. But the question is, how long are you willing to wait? So did you answer what you want or how long you're willing to wait? Uh, I- like I said, I'm, I'm willing to wait as long as it takes. Okay. As, long, as right. long as the bottom line is that BYU gets in. Yeah, okay, but you prefer August. But well, I, per, I prefer, to be honest with prefer you, Monday. I prefer right now. I Can prefer, we just get something coming today. in now? I prefer another breaking news sounder and that we <laughs> announce it. But that's not going to happen today, I don't think. Or is it? Ooh. Today I'm asking a lot of questions and then questioning the questions, which is an easy way to say words but not actually say anything. Here's the other part about it. Whether it actually means that this could happen or will happen, I think there's a perception that the longer it takes to make an announcement, the, the, the greater the chances that something wacky could happen. Counter or, to that is that BYU is number 11 and they're just figuring out 12. And maybe. Could and, be, right? And that's what, a, that's what we hope is the yeah, case. Yeah. That's, that's what a lot of people hear is the case. It's like a video review. You clearly see that someone's, you know, Nick Kurtz's foot was in bounds. It's a touchdown. What's taking so long in the booth? Yeah, you're like the longer they deliberate. Yes. you think, are they going to reverse this? That yeah. should be a touchdown, yeah. right? Okay, here's my opinion on this. October. How how long am I willing to wait? Probably October. Uh, I don't think that they'll wait until October, but I'm willing to wait until October because the point is not when it's announced. The point is that BYU's in, and that BYU is in as soon as possible. So the next part of this question is this: How long? Uh, would you be willing to wait before BYU is actually in the Big 12? Like, if it wasn't 2017, would you be okay with that? Like, we're gauging the desperation of everyone on, one, when the announcement is, and two, if you'd be okay with, oh, 2018. Because next year's schedule for BYU is awesome. They open with LSU. They have Wisconsin at home, Utah at home, Boise State at home. It's a good schedule. And they're great home games. So you would sacrifice some of that. For the Big 12, which is totally fine in my opinion, but not the worst thing ever if it's like 2018. When they actually play, 
that I that really doesn't that that's not a big deal to me. Again, I'm going to go back to answering the the first part of the question. As long as BYU's in, I don't care when they get in. Mm. Once the, once the once the signatures are signed, yeah. that contract is official. You're in. That's the part that I I want. I think most BYU fans want. Beyond that, if it takes 2018 to play, that's fine. Great. You've already got a good schedule. You've, you've Tom has done a Tom Holmo's done a great job of scheduling the next couple of years with really good opponent, you're, really good opponents. You're finally getting consistently good home games too. It it takes a while. Yeah, so it's not like you're going to be missing out on being able to play a good schedule. You're still going to have it. That's already in place. But BYU is more than capable, especially with the football, because they're independent. They don't have to get out of anything. They can immediately go. So you hope that there, if this happens and this is the way it plays out, BYU plays in 2017. But if they have to wait till 2018, so be it. You're in. That's the bottom line. And BYU is in on September 3rd as well. Countdown to the Wildcats. 36 days. I'm glad we cleaned that up. Much Listen, we went into the film room. We ID'd, you know, where I messed up, missed a block here, caused a fumble. We figured it out. We're good to go, as BYU will be on September 3rd as well. The conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite to the Big 12? At BYU Teddy Bear 89. I would say as long as it takes, but it'd be a lie. If 2017 begins without an invite, I'll give up. Hashtag new countdown. Hashtag 155 days. You don't see no. any scenario where they wait until 2017 no to way. make an announcement. No way. Yeah, I don't either. No way. Use the hashtag BYUSN no. Coming up, a man who has a beard and is always worried about his micro and macronutrients, Chase Fisher, joins us next. Looks like a West Virginia mountain man. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. With simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV, the conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYU. Besides Twitter, BYU Sports Nation is BYU Sports Nation on Instagram as well. We're also BYUSN on Snapchat. Our Twitter question is this: How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite? To the Big 12. It almost feels like BYU's been waiting for uh, five years already, but at Greg Rosenhan, use the hashtag BYUSN, he says, I can wait forever in exchange to keep Taysom Hill as a player for BYU. Hashtag super senior. He'll be 26 when the season so, starts. So is he saying that the longer it goes, like that they, they just, like Taysom, Taysom Hill just somehow stays? Stay here? I'm not sure how those two Would you go rather together, be in the but... Big 12 or have to move on from Taysom Hill? That's a tough question. Mm, that's that, for a that question should, for another day that, that you should not have, have asked. That you should not have to ask. Exactly. <laughs> Let's bring in our next guest, a guy who accounted for a bunch of points with Kyle Collinsworth uh, last year in BYU's offense. Let's get to our stat of the day before we introduce him. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Chase Fisher and Kyle Collinsworth accounted for 40% of BYU's points per game last season. Okay, that's a lot of points to replace, Chase. You're, you're back. Let's first comment on your look. I love it. The beard, you've, you've graduated, so now you can freely flow, if you will. Yeah. Luscious locks. You yeah. look good, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, uh, the beard <laughs> is about to go, though. So my, what? My girlfriend, now fiancé. Oh, congratulations. Thank I didn't you. know that. Thank yeah. you. That was a little segue into that, and I will touch on that. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's getting sick of it. So, I, but I've just been working out and kind of in grind mode, so... I just let it go. I've been. I was under the code for a while, and I couldn't couldn't grow the beard, so I'm kind of getting a little free flow. And I'm going for the little man bun look, so I'm kind of coming to clean this up in a couple weeks. And yeah, 
It's a blank canvas right now. I'm just letting it grow. <laughs> God's guns, America, and beard. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So what have you been up to this summer? A uh, little bit of everything. I've been training a lot. Uh, I've been in and out of Utah, kind of visiting my family, going home uh, to Florida, West Virginia a little bit. But mainly I've been out here working out and uh, training to start my professional career. So, yeah, I don't, I, I've kind of been living a low-key life, and that's kind of how I like it. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> you had a camp um, the last couple of days, I guess last two days. How'd that go, and who'd you do it with? It was unbelievable. It was, uh, it was called Next Level Basketball Basics. So we did it with Mike Strohshine, who's, uh, whose gym is in its Next Level Performance in Pleasant Grove. He's who uh, myself, Brandon Davies, and Charles Abua uh, do strength and conditioning with. He's a great guy, a great gym. Um, he's really good at what he does. So we put on a camp uh, kind of for his gym, you know, featuring – Charles Brandon and I and it, it was just a little two-day camp we did two sessions with some younger kids and another session with an older with some older kids and it, it was amazing we had almost 50 kids turn out and we only marketed it for like a week mm-hmm. so it, it was really good and we're going to do it every summer so it, it was a big success nice. you mentioned uh, you know getting ready to begin your professional career mm-hmm. you signed with the team in Italy let everybody know where you're going to play and how the opportunity presented itself uh yeah so I'm going to play in Italy it's called Scafati. Uh, it's in like the southwestern part of Italy along the coast. It's like 20 miles outside of Naples. Um, yeah, and it, well, yeah, I, I signed with an agent after the season and, uh, we had a bunch of teams, you know, come in and, you know, wanted to sign me to go overseas. And, uh, yeah, so I, it was just a good situation for me. Uh, Italy, uh, is a, it's a really good league, really good basketball and it's good money. So, uh, that's where I'll start my professional career. Why Italy? And, and where were some of the other offers? What countries, I guess? Uh, I had uh, Belgium, Germany, and France. There was a lot of a lot of interest there too. Um, and, and I signed a little bit for rookies. I think starting their professional career overseas, I signed a little bit early. But it was a really good team in Italy, uh, and it was a good situation for me. So yeah, there was kind of teams all over the map. But um, Italy was. Uh, I think it's a great place to live. It's a great league. It's really good basketball. So I think it was good good place for me to start. You know, I, I try and, and put myself in, in your shoes. You do, you've been playing basketball for so long, something you love to do. Yeah. Has it sunk in, or when do you expect it to sink in that now you're getting paid to play the game you love? Yeah, I think it'll sink in when I get my first paycheck, <laughs> for sure. And, and there's, no, look at the banks there's no direct deposit uh, scholarship <laughs> check. So, no, it, it, I think that's when it'll sink in. But for me, honestly, I've been the last two years, and I think really going into my senior year, I started approaching things with a prof- from a professional aspect because I knew that's what I wanted to do. I put a lot of time into it. I love the game. Um, so I think it'll really sink in when the first paycheck and when I get over there. So and I- I'm excited, though. I think it's kind of the next chapter for me, and then I'll figure it out from there. So You like Italian food already? Gelato yeah, and all that? Yeah, I'm, I'm so country, I call it Italian food. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll probably have Along a Along li- with your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll have a little, uh, a little adjustment period, but, yeah, I love American food, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We wanted to ask you, with all of the Big 12 expansion talk, how, how closely are you following everything that's going on and all the rumors that, that seem to pop up every day in regards to BYU and the Big 12? It may sound bad, but I'm not following it at all. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard a little bit of stuff. I saw something flash on ESPN the other day about it. Um, but, no, I mean, I'll follow it a little bit. But, I mean, I think for me, it'd be a great thing for us to go to the Big 12. I think it'd be great exposure. It's great competition. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think there's a lot more that goes into it than, than everyone in the, the public thinks. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that Tom and, and Brian have to figure out. So I hope. I think it would be great for BYU. Uh, 
West Virginia has been in the Big 12 for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. What kind of change was that? Uh, it, just as a, uh, you haven't been living in that state per se, yeah. but what kind of identity change did that have on the university in the state or whatever? Yeah, it? I think it was really interesting um, just because, you know, West Virginia's been in the Big East for so long. And I think the Big East, in, for basketball at least, it was a powerhouse. And there was a lot of big rivalries in the Big East. I mean, West Virginia was kind of a staple team, you know, that mm-hmm. that teams hated to go there and, uh, and as well with football. So I think it's been a little bit different just because West Virginia has been in those conferences for so long. But West Virginia fans are crazy. They, they're they probably crazier than, you know, BYU and Utah fans. They love West Virginia. They support their teams. And um, so I think regardless, I think it's been good too because it's given them a lot more exposure, especially in basketball. You've seen the, the program, how the last couple of years they've really taken off and mm-hmm. kind of reinvented themselves. So I think it's been good for, for West Virginia sports as well. It wasn't just while you were here. BYU has always done this, but you know while you were here, you guys scheduled some pretty pretty big teams. You guys had yeah. some big games against big time opponents. Mm-hmm. How do you think BYU would fare if they end up going to the Big Twelve? You know, taking mm-hmm. on Kansas and Texas sure. and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. How do you think BYU would actually do in the conference? Uh, you know, I had an argument with somebody about this a couple months ago, and I, I think if I'm being realistic, like for our team last year, I think we would have been middle to the pack or maybe you know the top five to seven and I know it's tough because you see all these good teams but and it's easy to say hey what are we going to do against Baylor Oklahoma State all these big teams but if you see us play big teams I mean we compete very well and I think it's harder uh, for people to see like when we play you know you're going from Santa Clara San Francisco which are good programs but it's smaller teams and then you switch and play a Utah how much different the game is. So I think if we're playing against those big teams all the time I think it, we, we would rise to the occasion I think uh, we, we would play up to that competition. So I think BYU in both sports would be able to compete very well, and I, and I think they'd be a great addition to the Big 12 just with the style of play and um, you know the fan bases too. We looked up uh, some numbers earlier in the week and shared this. Um, only two teams the last four years that have gone 500 in conference play in the Big 12 didn't make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So you could go 500 yeah. and get in, whereas in the West Coast Conference – you lose in, in the last four years, BYU has lost at least five games in conference play, mm-hmm. and then you're on the bubble. Yeah. So, so what kind of difference would that make maybe for BYU hoops where, hey, the margin of uh, error is a little larger? I think it'd make a huge difference just because you look at all these teams you're playing, their RPI and BPI, all these things that the NCAA tournament committee looks at are going to be enhanced every game you're playing. I mean, the lowest team is probably like TCU for basketball, which is still a really good program. And their RPI is probably still top 100. You know what I mean? Where we're playing, you know, top 200, 250 RPI teams. So if you lose one of those games, you're completely out or off the bubble. So, and I think you look at our junior year and we beat, when we beat Gonzaga, who was number three, and that put us in barely over. And then this past year, we were rolling, we beat Gonzaga, but then you lose to, you know, a Portland or a Pacific who's a 200 RPI. And they're still a good team. It's a tough team. I think that's a part that doesn't get enough credit, too. But it, it can really kill your chances. So I think BYU, for basketball at least, it would make the, making the NCAA tournament much easier and a much less stressful process. Well, regardless of, of conference, <clears throat> BYU gets in or, or whatever, there is going to be a basketball season coming up very yeah. soon, just in the next couple of months. What are your expectations for this upcoming basketball season? Uh, you know, I think they'll be a really good team, really talented with a lot of guys coming back. But I think the one thing – uh, that will be a, not a challenge, but maybe a little bit of struggle or an adjustment period will be a lot of these guys coming off missions and a lot of young guys. 
And I think it, it, it's been tough the last couple of years just because we've had so many injuries and to get continuity, but we've always had a staple of older guys. You know, you had me, Kyle and I last year, and Nate Austin, who's an unbelievable senior. You had Tyler Halls, Anson Winder, Skyler Halford, Josh Sharp the year before. And I think though that aspect of, uh, you know, having some older guys is very underrated. But they also have a super talented team, and I think the next couple of years they're going to be really good. So, I mean, you got Elijah Bryant – Nick Emery's coming back. You know, Kyle Davis is still there. TJ Halls, Eric Mika. I mean, they're really good players, but, um, you know, I think just them adjusting to each other and kind of finding who's going to be a leader and who's not uh, will be big for them. But I think there's bright, the, the future's very bright for the BYU program. Future West Virginia Mountaineer mascot Chase Fisher is on <laughs> BYU Sports Nation. Uh, have you played pickup? With these guys, with this new group, yeah, I played once last week. I've been, I've been. They haven't played a lot just because a lot of the guys haven't been in. So I've been going to UVU and playing over there um, with the BYUVU team. Yeah, you know, with yeah. Isaac Nielsen, Corey Calvert, yeah, 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 the hybrid team. No, so I've been, I've been, I've been getting <laughs> the some fighting run. Popes. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting some run over there. But I played uh, last week with them, and and they're good. I mean, there's a lot of talented guys. I mean, Nick Emery's looking good. He's playing well. Uh, Eric Mika looks really good. So did he play in five on five? Yeah, he played a couple games, right. uh, and TJ Hall's played a couple, and they're still kind of on their limit. But um, yeah, the team the team looks really good, really competitive, and I, I mean, I, I think they'll be good. I think Cal Davis it'll be big for him to step up and be a leader, which I think he can. So um, yeah, they they look good when I played with them. Elijah Bryant is a guy that that. Personally, I have high expectations for him. I think he's really good. I think he's going to yeah. be a big help. Obviously, he didn't play last year, but you got yeah. to see him practice against him. Mm-hmm. What type of player do you think he can be in this system? Yeah. Um, you know, I think he, he's obviously very good, and I think he's going to be a very good player. I think the hard part is for this next year's team, and it goes with Elijah Bryant, is finding who's going to be the point guard. Because I think Elijah's a point guard, TJ's a point guard, Nick could play a little point. So I think that'll be interesting for Elijah's development. But he's a super talented player. Offensively, he can he can shoot it, he can pass it, he can drive. He's physically, I mean, he's 6'5", 220. He's, he's a really big guy. He's physical. He's skilled. Um, so I think he's going to be a great player for the next couple of years. I mean, he's he's really ta- – I think he could be probably the most talented guy on the team this next year. So hmm. in my perspective, from a talent perspective, and he's and he's really good. And I think obviously fitting into the system and all that, will he'll have his adjustment period. But he's a really smart player. Um, so I think he'll be one of kind of the staple guys to kind of hold the lineup together the next couple of years. His uh, dual personality as the weekend is also impressive, though. Oh, he geez. plays basketball as well. <laughs> yeah, Elijah's, Elijah's my <laughs> oh, guy. Geez. I love him. But, man, he, he does think he's the weekend. So it's, <laughs> Canadian. And I don't yeah. even know who the weekend is. Yeah. But I think, can't feel my face when I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. Song, all right? that. All yeah. those. The, the young kids are into that stuff these days, I guess. So. <laughs> you're, you're old. Yeah. You're not even a, he's you're graduated. Not, you're not even a plus now. two mission guy. I age in dog old. years, though. So I'm, <laughs> plus I'm, I'm, I'm plus ver- seven, seven. Yeah, I'm very wise. Exactly. The the. BYU and Utah announced today, this morning, about half an hour ago, that they will play, mm-hmm. continue to play in 19. So 17 in Provo. Uh, not this season, 17 in Provo, 18 yeah. neutral, 19. What do you think of the continuation of that series? I think it's great. I mean, I think, you know, a lot, there's a lot of, I call it smoke and mirrors, where there's stuff that going around. But I think, all in all, it's great for the for the state. I think it's great for, for the rivalry, just because there's they're really good programs. Utah's a great program. BYU's a really good program. So I think... 
it'd be foolish not to play. <clears throat> You've got an in-state rivalry like that, like Duke-North Carolina. Even though they are in the same conference, they're both power conference teams, but it's, it, I think it's just great, and that's what makes basketball great and sports great in general is rivalries like this. And it's weird because I worked out with the Jazz, and Brandon Taylor was in my group. And, and we, I've talked to Brandon Taylor before, and he's a super cool dude. Like, he, he's awesome. All the, I've met Jordan Lovers, all those dudes. They're really good dudes, so I don't think it's – as much with the players as it is much with the fans. And the Utah kids, they're great kids, they're great players, and I just think, you know, let let both teams compete. And I think it's both good for them for the NCAA tournament too. I mean, they're both good wins. So I, I think I'm, I, it's good it's it's continuing. The fans don't want to hear that, but it's probably true. So No, it, it is true. No, 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 it's it's a fact. It is yeah. true. Those guys are cool. It's like yeah. they're, they're normal guys. Nobody wants to – it's – it's not like, oh, we hate each other, we hate each other. And I know I'm not from here, so I don't get it as much, and I'm cool with sure. everybody. I try, I'm just a go-with-the-flow guy. But, I mean, you meet Brandon Taylor, and he's like, yeah, man, it's, the rivalry is crazy. It's it's good, but, you know, we don't hate each other. You mm-hmm. know, you're just a normal dude, and we're both normal guys. So it's I think that's the things the fans need to keep sure. that in perspective, yeah. you know, when it comes to the rivalry. They won't, but the, that was a tremendous attempt. Yeah, at I was, trying, I was, trying, to, I was yeah, try, yeah. trying to keep yeah. peace. But. You're, you're trying. You're <laughs> yeah. doing your best. Well, good luck with everything in Italy. Uh, we'll try and talk to you before then, before you bounce. When are you bouncing, by the way? Uh, like August 25th or okay. so, so. Hopefully BYU's in the Big 12 before then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I heard you guys <laughs> talking about it. You guys are really passionate about this. You said, you said Taysom Hill or the Big 12. Man, that's a, that's a. I jokingly asked that question. That's yeah, a, that's a tough choice, man. I'm not going to ask that question again. That's a terrible question. <laughs> I think it's good. It yeah. was good. Well, good luck with everything. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate the time. It. Chase Fisher back on BYU Sports Nation said he's going to shave the beard soon. So maybe uh, not. Take it. T- oh, oh, maybe, maybe not. not. Breaking news. Changes yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> it in. Hey, keep the tweets coming. How long are you willing to wait for BYU? An invite to the Big 12 coming up. He said Big 12 expansion must include the BYU Cougars. Jimmy Birch of the Fort Worth. Star Telegram gives us his take on Big 12 expansion. Welcome back, yo. Jeremy Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on BYU TV presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're probably preaching to the choir here, but make sure you download the BYU TV app. Yeah. You can watch live BYU TV content, including this very show, BYU Sports Nation, sporting events, or hey, if you miss anything, here's the beauty of it all. You can go back and watch stuff on demand. That a baby. It's a beautiful thing. The BYU TV app, make sure you have it. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball scheduling news broke uh, near the top of the show. BYU will play Utah, Utah State, and Weber State several years out. Those announced, BYU and Utah have three scheduled games with the series resuming in 2017 in Provo, 2018 Salt Lake, and the news 2019 uh, in Salt Lake at Utah specifically. The Cougars and Utes. Uh, we'll continue, yep, and uh, games with Utah State through 2021 and Weber State. Three more games of that. Good to see those games on the schedule. CBSSports.com's Dennis Dodd reported that the Big 12 Conference prefers to decide on expansion teams before the start of the college football season. Dodd was quoted as saying, BYU right now, far and away, is the leader in the clubhouse. And give the invite, baby. Bruce Feldman <laughs> of Fox Sports came out with his 10 biggest snubs from the 2016 Freaks List. Taysom Hill's number nine. Also number nine, Phil Steele ranks BYU's quarterback situation, that number, nationally saying either QB will be a star. And a great honor coming tonight uh, for former BYU receiver and current receivers coach Ben Cahoon. The Montreal Alouettes will be retiring his number 86 jersey tonight. You can actually watch that on ESPN3. Cahoon played 13 seasons with the Alouettes, becoming the CFL's all-time pass receptions leader. Cahoon has been called the Jerry Rice 
of the CFL. So congratulations to Ben Cahoon. Our next guest to weigh in on the Big 12 and what's going on there. His name's Jimmy Birch. He's a sports columnist for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He's on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Jimmy, thanks for joining us today. Uh, glad to be here. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. It's an interesting time for those in Big 12 country and those in Big 12 expansion country, if you will. Uh, BYU fans uh, waiting for what they hope will be an invite uh, to the Big 12. You wrote an article that interested Cougar fans. Uh, here are six essential sure. elements for Big 12 expansion. You said BYU needs to be included. Why'd you, why'd you say that? Well, I think they bring more to the table than uh, anybody else who you who we could characterize as a free agent at this point that, uh, you know, would be able to join quickly without, you know, messing with a grant of rights agreement from an existing uh, Power Five league. I, I mean, I think they bring... You know, across the board, you have the strongest across the board uh, sports programs, I think, you know, led by football. And, you know, Brigham Young is the, you know, obvious preferred, uh, you know, school in the state of Utah, from, has the biggest fan base. You got uh, the biggest uh, national brand of, any, of anybody they could add. I mean, it adds up, it makes a lot of dollars and cents, SE and SE, in my mind. Uh, but I don't vote. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you said BYU must be included in Big 12 expansion. Yeah, we happen I to agree. So. There are a lot of people I'm that sure agree. Do. So <laughs> with, that, yeah. with that being said, is there any scenario that you could see playing out where the Big 12 announces expansion teams and BYU isn't one of them? Oh, sure. It's happened before. I mean, uh, Brigham Young has gotten to the threshold before and been left out. The unwillingness to play Sunday games. Um, you know, I don't, you guys know a lot more about Brigham Young honor code issues than I do. Uh, just be aware of everything that just happened with Baylor in a private school and title nine stuff. And, uh, they're going to look really hard at any new members to make sure that they don't leave things flapping on the title nine front. I can't speak to that for Brigham Young, but, um, uh, they're going to look at that really hard because Baylor has, you know, quite honestly embarrassed them twice now, you know, basketball 10 years ago and football right now. And uh, there's that. So. Well, let me, let me follow up that question then. While there, there obviously are scenarios that could play out where that happens, how likely do you believe that is to happen? I think business trumps everything else with these guys. Every, you know, I've, covered the Big 12 going back to, you know, the Southwest Conference Big 12, Big 10, Big 8 merger in the days before they, you know, leading into that. Um, every move that uh, either one of these groups have made has always been about getting more money They uh, and finding ways to create more money, which is something they can do by expanding right now and getting more money for the new teams from the television networks and uh, well and you know in addition to 25 million dollars or so per team if, if they expand well who who brings additional uh cachet and revenue to the table and nobody in my mind brings more than uh, brigham young with you know they sell out football they'll do 
you know, a lot of bat, you know, do big numbers in basketball and they're going to be competitive. And gosh, they're the only one out there that has a football national championship trophy to talk about among the, uh, people you could easily, uh, add to this mix by 2017. Jimmy Birch, columnist for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, is on BYU Sports Nation. There's some interesting scenarios at play kind of out there being discussed that could or could not happen. Uh, you have the expansion of two to four. If, if it's just two, maybe uh, the idea is out there that maybe you wait a few years and try and get two Power 5 teams once Grant of Rights are up in, in some conferences. Like Arizona, Arizona State was a shot in the dark out there. What do you think of that idea of add two, uh, like a BYU and a Houston or Cincinnati or whoever, and then you wait and see if you can't poach Power 5s? Well, I think that's a big, big dice roll if they wait on that. Um, That's still out there. I mean, UCLA is uh, – Rick Neuheisel dropped their name on a serious uh, XM broadcast a while back. I I find that highly unlikely. I find that really too far down the line to do you a heck of a lot of good. But nothing would surprise me with these guys. I think they're (laughs) – they've had to drag Texas – you know, drag, you know, screaming, kicking and screaming to the idea of expansion. And I feel strongly that uh, Texas' support of the University of Houston, uh, extreme public support in that area, will get Houston into the league. And it's just a matter of, okay, how do you, what trade off do you get? If Texas wants to stop at 12, does the league stop at 12? I, um, again, these guys have always been about chasing more money. You know, it's no secret that there's no guarantee that the Big 12 will even exist anywhere after the end of this TV contract in 2024-25. I mean, I, I'm more in the mindset that this is, you know, a potential money grab to get all the money you can while you can. And if it they do manage to extend the league beyond that. That's fantastic. And if the and in the interim, uh, in the eight to nine years, well, the more money you can get, the better. And that means four teams. And that's where I think they're going personally. Yeah, I wanted to go more along those uh, that idea as well to where uh, Texas and Oklahoma could just break this up if they bounce at any point, right? And will uh, sure. if they had four, if the Big Twelve adds four and the conferences are obligated the prorated contract to supply the 25 to 30 million per team if it's 2 to 4 do they do they blow right. up their goodwill uh in an era where uh these tv contracts they're trying to downsize the nba is losing money uh with its contract sure. from espn what do you think well i think totally that would blow up their goodwill with uh the networks i mean i wrote that last week i mean that to some degree that's sure that you know, the people forget that, uh, you know, when the Big 12 downsized to 10, it was the TV partners that decided to continue paying them as if they were a 12-member league, and they didn't exercise the other side of that equation in their contracts and continued to uh, pay them at the same level as they paid them when they were a 12-member league. And, well, now that we get to the... to, to go the other way and say, well, we've agreed. I mean, it's business. I get it. It's perfectly legal. It's, but I mean, if the Big 12 goes to four, I mean, it. I think it signals that they don't 
they don't know how much longer the league will, you know, remain in its current form. And if Texas and Oklahoma want to jump off the train at the end of 2024-25, you've stitched together 12 other schools that hopefully can stay together. And, you know, maybe they maybe they will, maybe they won't. But uh, that's a reality out there. There's no question about that. There's no guarantee of Texas and Oklahoma extending their grant of rights that expire with these current TV contracts. All right, Jim, it's the million, well, it's probably the couple hundred million dollar question here. When do you expect an announcement from the Big 12? And once that announcement is made, who do you expect them to invite? Well, I still think it will be uh, Brigham Young, Houston, Cincinnati, and, and one other. Uh, whether that's Memphis, whether that's UConn, I don't. You can argue that one back and forth a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, one of Central Florida, you know, could possibly be that team. I, I don't have the greatest vibe on who the fourth school would be, but I do expect it to be a fourth school. I think they'd like to get this done in September. I think they'd like to get it announced, get people and over with before they start playing the brunt of their conference games because I think they would prefer that it not overshadow their upcoming football season. I mean, this is, you know, this is going to be a um, a feel good thing from their perspective. Hey, we're stabilizing, we're adding four teams. You know, let's get some positive strokes from that early on. And these people will join us in 2017. Wahoo, drop the confetti. Uh, now let's start playing the games that matter and see who wins this year. So that, <laughs> September seems good to me. The next uh, the next meeting of the presidents isn't scheduled, the face-to-face session, until October. But they could easily do this on uh conference call anytime i mean they could be meeting right now if they choose to be i mean they've uh, this has been talked about for quite some time every all 10 of the presidents who would uh do the voting are quite well versed on the candidates at this point and we will keep talking about it uh here among the byu fans jimmy we appreciate the time we'll uh keep reading those articles and any anytime guys uh Take care. Looking forward to a good football season this year. Absolutely. Jimmy Birch on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. And this is, this is an angle that he brought up that we have not really discussed, which is even if BYU is invited to the Big 12, this does not mean BYU is in a Power 5 conference forever because the Big 12, as he said, if they add four, could tick off the goodwill of the TV yep. contracts with ESPN and Fox. And those aren't renewed, and that could be trouble. But it puts you at that level, yes. so it's a better starting point if something were to happen. Absolutely. Just get in. You worry about yep. the rest later. Coming up, your tweets. How long are you willing to wait? Yo, BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation live, catch the rebroadcast weeknight, 6 Eastern time on BYU TV. Did I hear a yo in there? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, man. Follow BYU Sports Nation on social media. We're BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and on Instagram. And on Snapchat, you can find us BYUSN. Twitter question today is this. How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite to the Big 12? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. So much enthusiasm for that tweet, tweet. At (laughs) T. Saltum. 
This is similar to waiting for my wife to get ready for church. Could be minutes, could be months. <laughs> there are a lot of people that can relate to that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And vice versa. Come on, it's yeah, not just yeah, the yeah. ladies. Yeah. I know it takes you a long time to get ready for church. Doesn't hey, it? This doesn't just happen, okay? Uh, Spencer doesn't just happen either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, at SA underscore BYU fan. <laughs> what? BYU might join the Big 12? When did this happen? News to me. Excellent sarcasm. Grade A sarcasm. At Still Team Riley, I am willing to wait as long as that guy who was friends with the volleyball on Castaway. Tom Hanks? (laughs) Tom Hanks. What was his name in that? Do you remember? Anyone? No, no, I don't. It's it's not not important to this conversation. Well, it is now. That was a good movie, by the way. And you know how they did that. I watched that. You know how they filmed that. Like, they took the time off for him to lose the weight. Chuck Noland. There you go. Is the name. It took like three years to film because he had to lose the weight, and then they came back and yeah. picked up. It's like uh, Christian method. Bale. He's very in the, method. Is it called The Machinist? Yes. He lost like 100-something pounds. And then followed it up with Batman Begins. That's nuts. That's nuts. Let's keep going on the Twitter machine so we don't have to talk about Christian Bale being skinny. <laughs> At BYU underscore Bob. <laughs> until 2018. I really like the 2017 schedule as well as 2016, so I'll wait until 2018. Uh, I, I'm with him it, and you, as long as it takes. But uh, I think if BYU doesn't get in in this first wave, whatever that is, if it's two and then two, that's not a good sign, right? You want to be in. You, you just, just want to get in. Just get in. Just get in, baby. Get in. We were talking about this during the break. BYU is Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. <laughs> they move, They want to move into the Big 12 as a new member and get involved in the popular crowd, right? Texas yeah, and once, Oklahoma. Once you're invited into the popular crowd, now you're good. then you're looked at differently. We don't have to make the um, you know, assumption with Lindsay Lohan's entire life. Just Mean <laughs> Girls, okay? BYU is Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. Uh, at and if you haven't seen that, it's hilarious. It's a great movie. You do need to see it. At Mellocopter. Uh, it's like waiting in line for lunch at Cafe Rio. <laughs> you don't know how long it will take. You just know it's delicious. Black Opita Beads! I'm like, what? Black Opita Beads! At BYU Teddy Bear 89. I'd be more happy, more than happy with 2018 as long as it happens. Jason Shepard has the right idea. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very what much. What did someone just tweet? Until the cows come home? <laughs> Is that a Big 12 type of tweet? How about this one? <laughs> at Cougar underscore Nate. Uh, I can wait until fall camp starts, and then my focus will be on the season. He's only given him a couple of days. Listen, hey, what? maybe that's all it's going to take. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it's going to still take a little while. I mean, there are those that think, hey, something could happen next week. We'll see, man. Are you talking and, about a possible special announcement? That would be special. <laughs> that would be the actual special <laughs> announcement, right? Yes. Like Houston says they have a special announcement Monday. We learned otherwise yesterday. That it's not going to be that special. How about how well about, to them? It's special. How about this tweet at Dallas Varner? Mm-hmm. They better announce this before I oh, leave for my mission oh. in eighteen days. Oh, jeez. No pressure on, on the BYU contingent here, but this guy is leaving in eighteen days and needs this to happen before his mission. Oh, if you're gonna, you're going to miss the first year in the Big Twelve, probably. I'm sorry. <laughs> like everyone that goes on an LDS mission misses something very significant. Yes, yes. While they're gone, like. Return of the King, Lord of the Rings came out on my mission. That was my big thing. There are bigger things in the world, I know. But I wanted to watch it. Luckily, my mission president let us watch it. What? Three times. Coming up, who called Taysom Hill a freak, and when does the Big 12 want to make a decision? BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it on a Friday. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. 
Football. CBSSports.com's Dennis Dodd says the Big 12 prefers to decide on expansion teams before the start of the college football season. Dodd was quoted as saying, BYU right now, far and away, is the leader in the clubhouse. Also, Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports came out with his 10 biggest snubs from the 2016 Freaks list, which is a good thing to be on. (laughs) Taysom Hill is number 9. Also, Phil Steele ranks BYU's quarterback situation number 9 nationally, saying, quote, either QB will be a star. Also, somewhat self-serving for me, Daniel (laughs) Sorensen returns to Chiefs training camp today. Gotta say Cougars in the CFL. Eight. The Montreal Alouettes will retire former BYU receiver and current receivers coach Ben Cahoon's number 86 jersey tonight on ESPN3. Cahoon played 13 seasons with the Alouettes, becoming the CFL's all-time leading receptions leader. Men's basketball. We had some scheduling news earlier in the program. BYU will play Utah, Utah State, and Weber State moving forward. BYU and Utah have three games scheduled with the series resuming in 2017 in Provo. The Cougars and Utes will play at Vivint Smart Home Arena in the Beehive Classic in 2018. And the news today that uh, BYU and Utah will play at the Huntsman Center in 2019. Cougars in the minors. Adam Law of the AA Jackson Generals went 2-3 with a triple and a run last night against the Jacksonville Sun. And Brendan Lund had a run and a stolen base for the Burlington Bees in single A. Cougars in the PGA. The PGA Championship continues today. Daniel Summerhays is <laughs> one through 11. And Zach Blair <laughs> tees off at 3 p.m. Eastern time and begins his round at plus three. <laughs> And today's Rise of Chow is brought to you by... They're just so reverent. <laughs> Dexter and Dexter, help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. It goes to Bob Bowlesby again. We're giving it to Bob There's Bowlesby. There's a theme here. Until if you haven't, if you haven't it, caught on to this. Until it. When. Happens. It until happens. when it happens. Today's Twitter question. How long are you willing to wait for a BYU invite to the Big 12 at Laser Sheep? I guess as long as it takes. If it's going to happen, time is only a luxury. I just want to see it happen. The elite tweet at bitter BYU fan. I would fly 2,000 miles and I would fly 2,000 more just to be the team that shows up at West Virginia's door. Da 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 da. Well done. Oh, Keep the wow. tweets coming. Use hashtag BYUSN. Hey, thanks to our guest today, Jimmy Birch, Chase Fisher, everybody on the crew as well. Conversation continuing 24 7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Yo, the show's on demand, BYUSN.com. The audio podcast is on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Connie Akua Freel. BYU Sports Nation back at it Monday at noon Eastern. Bowlesby! <laughs>